Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, we introduce you to special guests who share their personal stories and advice on how to build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their home, community, and country. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. I'm Debbie Carlitis, your host. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Every week, we as the mamas, we gather together to inspire, encourage, and educate each other in our journey through motherhood. We believe that mothers are blessed with the incredible, wonderful calling of raising the next generation. Right at the top of the show, I want to let you know about today's podcast. We are going to be discussing the incredible women in the Bible. We'll talk about their strength, leadership, faith, and courage. They were so courageous. We'll also see how God guided them and their families in some pretty powerful ways. These outstanding role models will challenge us with some biblical precepts that will help us daily as mothers, right? Because the bottom line is we want to be the very best moms we can to our children and to our families. But before we get started, let me take care of a quick uh, couple of things and some business first. For those of you that are listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to invite you to our website, which is momsforamerica.us and check out all of our amazing resources, events, programs. When you stop by, please sign up for our mom memo. There's a big I think purple little block there that says sign up for the mom memo. This is our weekly newsletter, and this is how we stay connected as a community. So please go ahead and do that. Also become a podcast subscriber to one of our formats. Uh, we've run Spotify, Amo, uh, Apple, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're on YouTube, although YouTube's being kind of weird. Uh, Rumble, Vimeo, and we have also, we also been uh, added to the Charisma Podcast Network. So that is wonderful. But if you can't find us on any of that, stop by our, our website. Uh, we release our podcast every week on there with all of those links. So you'll find us on our website again. Also, please uh, share our, our podcast with your mama friends. Uh, we hope to educate and inspire them as well as we believe that moms are truly, truly going to save our country. So. All right, moms, on to today's episode. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are going to be looking at some of the amazing women of the Bible and talk about why they are so incredibly important today. Today, right? Unfortunately, the women in the Bible have been somewhat lost in today's culture. They are truly outstanding role models and that we have so much that we can learn from their stories because they're timeless. And they're so relevant for today's culture. So let me talk to you about today's guest and introduce her quickly. Dr. Marina Hoffman is a professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University and the author of Women in the Bible, a small group Bible study. And I have it right here. And I have looked through the entire book. Love it, love it, love it. Doing a giveaway on this with one of our shirts this week. So um, this is a beautiful Bible study. Marina brings fresh biblical insight that inspires listeners, uh, inspires listeners to personally connect with the women in the Bible. Marina is also a mama and a wife with a passion to encourage women through their personal challenges and triumphs. So this is going to be a beautiful podcast. Can't wait. 
Welcome to the Moms for America podcast, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you, Debbie. It's so great to be with you and all the Moms for America and all they're doing to make a difference in our world. And the impact is amazing. So it's my honor to be with you today. Yes, you are a friend of Moms for America. I know you've been involved with some of our cottage meetings and some of our moms across the country. That's how you found out about us, right? I think I met you in Florida. That's right. And what a great uh, opportunity to learn so much about important issues, because if we want to pass these important um, features about faith, family, and our government down to our kids, we need to know it first ourselves. We sure do. Thanks, Marina. So now can I go from, from Dr. Hoffman to Marina? Yes. <laughs> okay. I know we're special friends. Um, we've chatted a lot on the phone. All right, Marina, tell me a little bit about your family. Introduce us to them. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Canada. I have a husband. We've been together for 16 years. I say it that way, five of which was a long engagement. Then you married me, um, and we have one little girl. So we're from Canada, but we now live in South Florida for the last seven years, and we really love it down here. It's an honor to be in this country. Beautiful. Well, I know you've told me a little bit about Willow. Can you tell our our moms about her? She's a little miracle, isn't she? And how old is Willow? How old is Willow? She's three and a half now. And you're right, Debbie, we were in a car accident, both my husband and I, really a car wreck of at an impact of 140 miles an hour Yikes. seven years ago. So your listeners can imagine the road to recovery and really the miracle that we are alive and I can say alive and well. But the hardest part for me, Debbie, was when the doctor said, even after two years of recovery, my chance of having Willow was something like 0.0001. It was devastating. It was hard, but you know, God does more than we can ask or imagine. And I did have Willow and what a delight and (laughs) so special to me because I know how hard it was to have her. And I think it's helped me be grateful every day, especially during the trying times and all Mm. your listeners and mamas out there will know what I mean. Wow. I love hearing about the miracles that God has called us to be a mama. And um, he just made sure that you had Willow there. So that's beautiful. All right. Let's talk a little bit about why you were personally drawn to writing this book and providing a study. How did this come about? Well, I myself needed inspiration, especially after my car accident, when my whole life was devastated. And Mm -hmm. I thought, how can I get back to normal, never mind making a difference for Christ? And as I read these stories anew, I had been studying them academically, but to come back to them in such a place of shambles in my own life, I found incredible inspiration. These women, as you said in your opening, courageous, great leaders, they triumph over adversity. They overcome despite all odds. And so what a model for me, and I wanted to pass that on. And I think, um, Debbie, as moms and parents, how important that we have these models for our children. You know, we want our young boys to respect women. Well, Mm -hmm. why? And one important and maybe foundational reason is because God values them so much. And these stories teach our boys that. And we want our girls to be all they can be in Christ, to be overcomers themselves of whatever Mm -hmm. social limitations are on them. So I think as moms, we're so encouraged and we want to pass on these models to our children. Wow. Let's go ahead on the top of the show here and mention your website so people can go ahead and order this book, get more information about you. Where can they find information about you, Marina? 
Um, thanks, Debbie. They can visit womeninthebible.info where they'll find all kinds of resources and a free video series that they can access freely. If they want the book, the best bet is Amazon. It's about $13, $14, an eight-week study. You know, um, beautiful. So go ahead and uh, write that down, mom. So if you want to go ahead, you may want to do this Bible study at home with some of your girlfriends in your neighborhood. You may want to bring it to the church and this could be a great study for you upcoming. So as mom's right, we're always looking for encouragement, inspiration, direction, guidance, because again, we want to do the best job that we can as in our home and in, in being a mama. So when we talk about influencers, I mean, this is what today's culture is all about, right? There wasn't in, right. There's no Instagram. There's no craziness. And back in biblical days, um, do you think our culture is, is even aware or thinking about women in the Bible? I mean, you know, you just talked about how important they are, but, but it is something that has been completely forgotten or missed. I mean, in the church, we're talking about the, the, the women biblical leaders and, and a lot of their, um, their journey, but boy, it just seems like it's, it's, it's not on the tip of the tongue of moms in today's world. Would you agree? Yeah, I think a question we can ask is how often are these women talked about from the pulpit? Right. And, you know, we can say, oh, yeah, three weeks ago, they mentioned this woman and that that's fine. But are they central? Because I believe more and more. Are they central? Them, yes, that's they it. are central. And, you know, when our audience and our congregation is filled with 50 percent of women, I is it too much to ask that 50 percent <laughs> of our role models be women? And they have so much to offer. And, Deb, you know, some times the perspective can be really negative this idea they're bad girls of the bible or they're a bunch of prostitutes and thank god you know they were saved and that's not the perspective of scripture mm. the perspective of scripture right. is no matter where they come from they have so much to offer and god will use them and deb isn't that such a timely message for today i'm not an influencer i don't have a million followers but thank you for reminding us neither did any of these women and yet no. they went out and saved generations of people Right. And, you know, you think about, you know, the mothers really, right. They are bringing life. I mean, God chose them to mother, you know, these, you know, leaders and, and, and to lead and to, you know, sometimes the role of, of, of moms, we kind of think like, oh, this is, you know, the moms are with the kids, but no, the moms are bringing the children into the world. I mean, they've been gifted with that. So um, they're amazing testimonies and, and caring for their family and uplifting their husbands and dealing with tragedy and triumph. Let, let's get into some of these. And we can't talk about, you, you have eight women that you, you address, right? I'm going to make sure I got that correct. Eight? Yes. And some of the lessons have double. So Sarah and Tamar, Naomi right. and Ruth. Okay, so there's eight Bible stories with various women. Some of them are doubles because they they partner on them. Um, you, why don't you just mention the the the, the eight, and then we're going to jump into a couple examples. Sure, we have the story of Sarah and and Hagar. We have Tamar, and then the midwives, and she's one of my favorites. Um, we have Rahab and Naomi and Ruth, and then Hannah and Esther, who I think we all know, and also, right. of course, the mother of Jesus, Mary. Wow. So look at that lineup, right? Look at that lineup of women. And again, if you have not jumped into the Bible recently to learn any of 
um, of these characters. I hate to call them characters, but these women, I mean, this is sitting there for us to gleam incredible insight. So let's talk about uh, Hannah and Naomi, right? We're going to talk about a couple of your favorites. Let's start with them. Um, let's start with Hannah. Well, of course, I'm going to connect with Hannah because she had the same situation as me, really uh, struggling to have a child, knowing what to do. And Deb, just looking at her response spoke volumes to me. Here I was too, feeling very alone, and I have a supportive husband. But I think the women out there who have struggled with infertility will know it's a very personal and often lonely journey. And what does Hannah do? She is able to bring it to God in prayer and a very real and authentic and a prayer and one filled with raw emotion. She gives it all to God. And then what does she do? There's this beautiful voice that says she gets up, she eats, she goes on her way and her face was no longer downcast. And Deb, that's incredible because she didn't have a child yet. All she had done is pray. But imagine the trust in God to say, Lord, I've given this to you and I know you'll take care of it. And there's still sorrow and there's still a sense of depression, right. but yet she's able to move forward mm. in faith in the midst of her sorrow. And that speaks to her situation. But Deb, I think it speaks to us throughout having children as well, all the challenges and hard times we face to give it to God and to trust God to the point that we can get up and go in our way in faith. Right. What a beautiful summary, because a lot of um, moms out here or even people in, in the journey of, of hoping for a child, you know, she cried out, she prayed, God did give her Samuel. But um, what a, you know, a tough and especially in the biblical days, right? If you were not bearing a child, there was a whole different situation. I mean, this was your, you were um, your lineage, you know, that was so important. And it's so important to us. Um, and we may have one child, we may be looking for to build our family, we may have a friend who is, you know, struggling with this. So Naomi is a beautiful testimony of prayer, seeking God, and then, um, you know, just being okay with um, being exposed to the Lord in her sorrow and her, her longing. God answered her prayer. And, and again, God always answers our prayers may not be the right prayer that we're always asking for, but he always answers our prayers. So Naomi is a beautiful testimony and her commitment um, to her family and um, who she became was really powerful as well. Yeah, and Deb, there's an interesting second chapter to Hannah as a woman of prayer because she has Samuel. And for those of you who know a bit about Samuel, he was an incredible leader. And one of the key characteristics, Deb, you know this, is that he was a man of prayer. Now, Deb, how did he become <laughs> a man of prayer? Well, yes. is it possible that he actually became just like his mom? And when we yes. look at the life of Hannah, even though we only get a short glimpse, we have a longer view of Samuel, but all the traits that we see in Hannah going to God, a sense of aloneness, a sense of conflict with the priest who accuses her in her heart-wrenching prayer of being drunk. Samuel has the same struggles and he overcomes them in the same way to become one of the greatest people of prayer in the Bible. So again, as you said earlier, we cannot underestimate the powerful legacy and example we have as moms when mm -hmm. we live for Christ and then we watch our children become like Christ. We're so proud of them, but also Deb, we can say that is no accident. And it's just a way that God has used our life to impact our own children in such an influential way. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, well, well said. Did you write a book about this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, let's talk. So we talked about Hannah. Let's talk about Naomi. I don't know if I said Naomi earlier, but I wanted to get to her as well. Um, she teaches, she has a lot of examples about being a parent, a mother, experiencing loss, tragedy, um, and being faithful through for, through these difficult times. So um, introduce the audience to Naomi. I, I know a lot of people recognize the name and may know the story backwards and forwards, but maybe some of our moms are still learning. Yeah, and she's often overshadowed by Ruth, right? We all love Ruth, a little fairy right. tale story. She loses her husband and then gets a new one, a new life. But what about Naomi, who's in the background? Um, absolutely a woman who suffers greatly, who endures great sorrow. She mm. loses her husband and her two sons. Two sons, but yeah. The life of Naomi also shows that motherhood comes in many forms because even though she lost her sons, in her time of grieving, she gained two beautiful daughter-in-laws that loved her as a mom. And one of them, the story of Ruth, of course, intertwines her future with Naomi. She listens to Naomi's advice. What kind of women, woman must Naomi have been to have such loyalty in her daughter-in-laws right. and to be able to direct and speak into the life of Ruth? And as Ruth is successful directly because of Naomi, Ruth's blessing, blessing comes back to Naomi in the form of a grandchild. So again, what a beautiful story that shows the legacy and impact of a mom who is clearly a godly woman and a woman of love and care, even beyond her sons to her in-laws. Let's talk about that too. You know, sometimes I just gained a, a daughter-in-law. Um, that is a special relationship that as moms, we need to be cultivating and you know, it, that's another gift, right? So we have our own children and then we have uh, who they marry, who they bring into our family and how we can inspire and encourage to have a special relationship with our daughter-in-laws or our son-in-laws. Um, so this really is a beautiful example and a great reminder for us. Yeah, it is a reminder that our children, whatever their age, they never stop watching us. They never stop learning from and evaluating our actions and words. Right. And for moms of faith, you know, Deb, we have the extra responsibility, not just to be good people, but to show them who Jesus is mm -hmm. and how they can respond in situations. So what an opportunity to teach our children about faithfulness. And I think, Deb, one concern we all have, even my daughter at the age of three and a half, she's always with me. She doesn't go to school <laughs> unless you count my life as homeschool, which I do. Right. She is still influenced all the time by the people around her. You know, a kid throws a tantrum, gets his own way at the park. What does she come home and think? Well, that's a great, that's a great plan. I want to have a tantrum and I'll get what I want. So constantly I'm fighting against it. How do we deal with life when our children are bombarded by negative influences and negative voices? And one powerful tool we have, Deb, is our example. Yes, And it may not seem like they're listening to us. We may become totally uncool in their teen years, but they are <laughs> watching everything and learning everything. And how beautiful the moms that can share the stories of when their kids enter their 20s and eventually come back and eventually come back to the example that we've shown them. So, you know, just the encouragement not to give mm -hmm. up, to keeping the example day after day of Christ, keep bearing the fruit of the spirit to them, and they will follow, even if it takes some time for all those other voices to be silenced in their life wow beautiful so encouraging so we, we really do want to encourage our moms that are, are again listening to to look back to some of the greatest influencers that there are the women in the bible the moms in the bible 
Boy, and, and you know, um, people can be a great role model and a great example, but when you start talking about someone that is faith-filled, right, Jesus followers, Christ followers, they're on a different journey because they're looking towards heaven. They're hearing from God. They're asking for his guidance in his heart. And I think as much as we want to read self-help books or, um, you know, ex experts on, on, on various areas, let us not forget the women in the Bible. Yeah, thank you so much, Deb. And, you know, um, it's just such an opportunity to install our example in our children, but also God's word. Because God's whenever word, someone tells yes. them, you know, they can't do it, they're right. limited by this and this, they don't have a million followers, so they'll never make a difference. You know, we look at these stories of women in the Bible, the midwives, right? They're doing just their ordinary job of midwives. Suddenly, all the children, they're told to kill them. And what do they do? They simply keep doing their job. Isn't that amazing, Deb? Mm -hmm. Just in the ordinary actions of, on, of sticking to their career, and not listening to the Pharaoh, they save a generation and God blesses them immensely. That's one of my favorite stories because it reminds me in our ordinary actions, just being who we are in Christ, we have no idea the impact we're making and the legacy we have. Can I tell you who's my favorite uh, mom in the Bible? Yes. Jacobin, oh, okay. Moses's mother. So in your next book, you've got you've to include her. What an amazing story she has. And I know you can't do everything at one time, but uh, Moses' mother, Jacobet, was an incredible woman of faith. I mean, think about that. She had the baby. She hid the baby. She gave the baby away. So then she got back. She nursed the baby. Through this whole thing, she remained faithful to Christ, to her family, and to her child that she knew God was going to use somehow in some miraculous way. So these, these moms, these women, these were courageous, incredibly strong women who were challenged in incredible ways. Uh, sometimes I look at their stories and I think, wow, how easy we have it. Um, because it seems like, you know, Pharaoh's coming in. I mean, think about everything that happened in, in, in the Bible days. Although today's culture is, is, is truly as crazy, probably it's just different, but it's truly as crazy it is now as it probably was back then. Yeah. And, you know, I think an important part of the courage of them, Deb, is that it doesn't mean they weren't afraid. And right. everyone asks me all the time, you know, how do you overcome all your fears? And I say, I don't. I had a massive speech impediment and all kinds of major problems after my brain injury. And I was terrified of everything for years. But you know what? God doesn't call us to not be afraid, but he calls us to move forward in courage. And, you know, yes. we're talking about the midwives. One of my favorite verses is when it says they feared God more than Pharaoh, what does that mean? That means that they knew what God called them to. And even though Pharaoh who hmm. had their lives were in Pharaoh's hands That's right. and they were willing to disobey Pharaoh because they knew their higher calling was to God. So they feared both, but they knew God was greater. Isn't that amazing? They had yes. fear and yet we list them as one of the most courageous women. And I think that's an encouragement to us today. We have so many fears today, but we can move forward in faith and trust in God, even admit our fear. Amen, girl. You're preaching it today. I love it. Thank you so much, Marina. Uh, what a beautiful testimony. What a beautiful book. What a great idea to just say to the women, study women, study the women, the women in the Bible. And again, that website again is womeninthebible.info. And Deb, also encouragement, moms, study these women with your children. Yes. Good word. Thank you, Marina. Uh, God bless you and your family. Give Willow a hug for us. And um, hopefully you'll join us again in the future.
Thank you, Debbie. And stay, stay strong out there, Moms of America. <laughs> Thank you. All right, moms, before we go, I want to encourage all of you to uh, check out our signature program called the Cottage Meetings. This is something that Marina was just referring to. Um, it is 12 inspiring lessons uh, that mothers will learn about America's history and heritage, the principles of liberty, um, build the foundation of freedom and faith in our family and our community. Again, that's our Cottage Meetings. That's on our website at momsforamerica.us. Again, hit our website. You can learn all about the Cottage Meetings, Mom Force, all the initiatives that we're doing. We have so many great resources, incredible events and initiatives um, on our website. So uh, before we go, moms, just a couple words of encouragement, um, right? We talked about today about being challenged and stretched in many ways as we looked at these women in the Bible. Our life as a mother is a journey, right? And God is with us every step of the way, just like we saw, just like we discussed today about these moms. He will give us the daily strength and wisdom we need as we care for our families and we raise our children. I encourage you along with Marina to read about the women in the Bible and let their stories inspire your hearts and onto your children. So thanks again, moms, for joining us. Please like, subscribe, share, and let's keep changing our world one home at a time. Thanks.